Hey, Chelsea, how are you doing? Thanks for, um, for jumping on today. We're live now. <laughs> I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So um, everyone, welcome back. This is our first real episode back to our Recruiting Live podcast, where uh, we are interviewing uh, recruitment, talent acquisition, and just people experts all around the uh, country in one of the, I guess, um, <laughs> craziest times in the space that we've seen in a very long time. Um, today, we've got uh, Chelsea Stonerock, Director of People and Culture over at 321 Agency here uh, to talk to us. And we're going to be going over um, a bit about both short-term and long-term recruitment strategies for growth businesses and sort of how you've successfully blended those two different strategies and um, help scale this company pretty rapidly even through this last year. It's pretty insane. So uh, I know you guys aren't stopping anytime soon. So I'm excited to sort of see what you've got in, but do you kind of want to jump in and introduce uh, 321 and, and your role there and yourself real quick, Chelsea? Sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, 321, the agency is an integrated digital marketing agency in downtown Orlando. We have about 33 to 35 ish employees right now. And as you said, we're continuing to grow. We hired during the pandemic. Uh, we were lucky enough and fortunate enough to be in that circumstance, as opposed to a lot of other, other companies. And, um, I am their director of people and culture. I joined two years ago this weekend. So I'm heading my two year anniversary. That's, that's awesome. So director uh, of people and culture, just to stop there. Sorry. Um, that means a lot of things, uh, in today's world. So uh, for my take, you handle all of town acquisition, recruiting strategy, uh, as well as people operations, like proper HR and human resources, right? Yeah, exactly. It's one of those fun <laughs> roles. Yes. Um, all of the HR things, uh, consultation and comp planning and benefits administration and all those types of things. Um, but then yes, hiring talent acquisition, um, and, and establishing all the pieces and things that make a workplace, um, one that people want to be in and stay. I'm a very human centric focused person. I selected the title, director of people and culture, as opposed to director of HR specifically, because I wanted to uh, identify and recognize that it's not just a list of red tape rules and processes. It's a <laughs> full picture of, you know, what, where, how, what we are and who we show up as at work and why we want to keep doing it. <laughs> I love that. And so you came into three, two, one about two years ago, like specifically to set up all these processes, procedures, and like you know, set the rules for uh, the future growth of the company as you guys got into sort of a, a high growth mode. There, there wasn't a lot to come into. Is that right? That's absolutely right. Uh, agencies are kind of like startups, you know, they, uh, they, they hit a bunch of clients and then all of a sudden they're going from, you know, three people to 15 people to 30 people, <laughs> like very quickly, yeah. like the span of a year or two years. And uh, one thing that's always hard to keep track of is like, okay, who are we? How, how are we evolving? How is our culture evolving? And what processes in place need to be there when you now are at 30 people, as opposed to being able to just sort of maneuver around when it's yeah. you know, five people. Uh, so yes, was very specifically brought in to say, Hey, like we've, we've got a group of, of great talented people. We want to more formally say, okay, what is our, what is our goals as a, a culture and as an agency and where we want to grow and go to. And, and we need somebody who's focusing a hundred percent on just that. Aspect. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, let's kind of jump into our first. Uh, I know we got a couple of talking points here, but we'll just go off script however we'd like. But so obviously, working for not just the high growth organization, but working with like our uh, inside agency, it's a very specific type of business and has its own like subtle nuances, uh, as you you know better <laughs> know better than all of us. Um, what are sort of like the different types of pressures of recruitment in that sort of space, both being an agency and high growth and um, I, I guess we've seen a very tumultuous time this last year. I mean, it's up and down. It's a roller coaster with the candidate market where everyone's looking for jobs and no one's looking for a job. And then it's somewhere in between and then it's nothing at all. Like, how is the current market over this last year or so and all of its dramatic shifts made that either more difficult or just different in the way that you approach it? Yeah, it's been challenging because our field is so specific. It's a certain types of talent. Um, being a digitally strat- digital strategy focused, um, client strategists that aren't just account managers, but thinking on a really high level, creatives, highly creative designers um, and developers, which, you know, <laughs> although there are tons of, of them, a lot of them going to, you know, coming out of code schools, it's hard to find um, uh, sometimes specific languages or uh uh, specific levels of experience. Um, so I found there was a, a scarcity of resources and there, there has been a lot of, uh, people with those types of skills and, and jobs were staying and being retained where they were last year. Um, if they were, you know, with a company where they could maintain their staff and, um, and then now everybody wants everyone. <laughs> so there's a lot of, people going out into the, the market going, here I am available and I'm open for work and I have this unique skill set. And now there's companies all over the country that are totally open to being remote. And um, and there's all these competing, um, we're all competing for the same smaller. Yeah. So definitely scarcity of resources. Um, and then just in an agency in general, the ability to be able to move quickly can be a challenge. Uh, we're, we're so busy and we are quickly and we are in these back to back to back meetings and we're wearing 10 different hats, uh, that just the getting, getting to that point, getting like moving through the process can sometimes be really challenging. Um, so those are probably two. Yeah, no, it's such a tight breaking market for especially technology resources, just honing in on that. There's like, um, there are skill gaps and certain levels of experience and then certain types of technology, of course, as like companies want to lean more and more progressive in their stacks or what type of frameworks or languages or uh, technologies that they're using uh, to like, you know, produce whatever they're producing, whether it's a agency work or a proper product that they're building internally. And um it doesn't help when you're competing not against just your local geography, but literally anywhere in the world for uh, what's already a very, obviously a, a technology fueled uh, job vertical that people are so used to being in that sort of environment and work and transition to it really well, um, that they get a lot of opportunity to do that um, at really any given time. So um, that's tough. So how have you, I guess, in real time, like, calibrated your strategy in these last 12 months uh, with that in mind, with that job market kind of tightening and loosening and tightening up of that again? Um, and how have you, I guess, executed on that over such an interesting like wave? Sure. Um, Did you make any like dramatic changes to the ways you were like sourcing candidates? Like when everyone was getting retained by their certain companies and no one was like applying the jobs and 
then we did see a lot of layoffs, especially in Orlando with uh, our large like um, hospitality, travel and tourism industry. But now it's sort of back to the ladder uh, where <laughs> no one's applying. I mean, we were talking about it the other day. I think you said you get like 10 applications a week or something on some of your jobs. And we see even less sometimes right now, which is just crazy. Um, how have you changed like your strategy in terms of sourcing people and then like making them sure that it's three, two, one that they want to work as compared to somewhere else? Yeah. So um, there's a couple different things. My mind just went to a ton of different places. Um, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I, I, there's a couple things that we did last year. Uh, one of them actually was reaching out to recruiters and using them in a way that I hadn't really in the past. Um, I had been, you know, have been fortunate enough to work for companies where usually there were a lot of applicant, a lot of applicants yeah. and I had a good pool to choose from. And so I um, definitely leaning into that as a resource. Also, um, going with the trend of everyone else really opening up to some other areas and markets and saying like, okay, we're willing also to have somebody be remote in whatever state <laughs> we're and going to. Do you almost like forced to do that? Or is that something you'd been thinking about for a while? We have, as our agency, had always been focused on having people in Orlando. We do like the energy of the creative office space and we see the benefit of being in that space together. We have opened a um, space in Atlanta, which is a mar market that we're extending into and, and looking to hire there. So we had planned on, on doing that with these two really established sort of cities and places, but we definitely started opening up more to like, to just thinking, okay, if the person's in Texas, the person's in Texas, you know, and we'll talk to them about whether or not they want to be in Florida or not. Everybody was moving to Florida anyway. So, but really opening up and, and considering, considering that. Yeah. Um, another thing that, uh, we talked about and I, I'm not jumping the gun here a little bit, but talking about what are some of the like shorter term strategies and longer term strategies that are kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's jump right into that. I know that's sort of our overarching topic here. Like, <laughs> We talked about last week and sort of our, our prep before this, like the difference that you're focusing on both long-term and short-term like town acquisition strategies. And I guess in the short-term things are a bit more volatile. You got to be a bit more agile, especially for like big swings in the market, like we're seeing these last 12 months, but the long-term stuff is like built on consistency. It's built on, you know, um, long-term engagement, word of mouth, like literally your, your image, your brand, your marketing of your company as a workable quote unquote place, you know, uh, that people are, are going to enjoy and feel fulfilled at. So how do you like personally break down your strategy in terms of long-term versus short-term, um, I guess, recruitment strategy or, or ideas? And then how are some of the ways that you execute on that? You know, we talked about like Glassdoor, word of mouth, yeah. doing things like podcasts and, and getting out there in, in the community a bit more, but um, that's changed a bit too. So whichever one you want to start with, short or long. Yeah. So I think the things that we were just talking about um, when it came to like, okay, let's look outside of this market. Let's uh, push the job. I even pushed a job opening where I very specifically said that like, oh, we're hiring this in Orla Atlanta, not Orlando. So that we were starting to get like outside in the pool. And there's mm -hmm. obviously the positions that we need to fill quickly right now. So we have to look at the different like technologies and posting boards and the different groups that we can be part of. And we jump on LinkedIn and message every single person with that title, you know, <laughs> saying if you are somebody that, you know, um, you know, and really try to go after some of those people who have the experience that we're looking for. Um, but the, the long-term strategy, uh, items are, I think probably what really excites me as a, 
people and culture uh, expert is that uh, it's the long, it is a long-term play. It's, uh, it's the reason why two years ago they brought me in. You have to establish all the bits and pieces that make you an attractive company. So when you've got branding out there, it's easy for the company to want to be focused on what are we putting out there that's making us sell work to clients. There's a whole another side of that and putting yourself out on social and PR and places that are talking about who you are as a brand. What yeah. do you stand for? What, what is your culture like? What is the experience of working here like? And how are you highlighting the work that you do that make, looks exciting for other people that they want to, to work on it? Um, and hopefully establishing some sort of like, oh, that's a good place to go work or, oh, that person came from there. That's a really good place to be from. Um, Glassdoor, you mentioned. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's been a, that's been a fun one. Uh, I think it's one of those it's something things. a lot of people have challenges with. I mean, particularly yeah. like in, in the agency environment, those who were an agency too, there's tends to be like a little bit more turnover just because it does take a very distinct type of personality. It's going to work in like a very fast paced spot, just like you were talking about. And that just doesn't work out, unfortunately, for a lot of people and uh, for others, it's extremely successful and fulfilling, you know, but um, people have loud opinions sometimes on Glassdoor, especially in like this digital age. It's very easy to do that, especially when it's anonymous. So I know a lot of people have to deal with that, but you've come up with sort of some cool strategies to yeah. uh, make yeah. that better long term. Right. You, you have to be strategic about it. You can't ignore it. Um, I've tried the ignoring it thing. And what you end up with is uh, just like people only review restaurants. They don't <laughs> lay out a bad experience with you get uh, maybe two people in the year and they've had, you know, whatever experience for whatever reason. And that's what you want to go on there for. So you do have to kind of create a plan around it. Um, Glassdoor is actually in, is enhancing and changing as they've partnered with Indeed. And they've given more opportunities to companies to be able to say some things about themselves on that platform, um, get a little bit more control over it, but also uh, really establishing good relationships with all of your employees and recognizing who is going to give and, and who you want to, to go up to and say, hey, I want an honest review out there yeah. about how you feel working at the, the company. I don't want you to go in there and just hit five stars on everything and say, it's great. I want you to say what it actually is like. Uh, and, and here's why. I want, we want to work with great people as well. And this is one of the places people go to when they're trying to figure out if it's a company they want to work for. And I know you are proud of working here and I know you want to share that story with other people. So do I. Um, and, and that works. And, and even uh, I have good enough relationships now and feel like I'm very close to the staff that even people who have left recently, I'm not afraid to ask them for the review. Yeah. They're leaving. And I, I go, I know you're going to somewhere else. So happy, proud of your next step. I I'm so happy you had a good experience here. And could you, could you contribute to the page and let people know that <laughs> they have, and it's great. Uh, and that's, that's a, that's a really, it is, <laughs> Sometimes we wish it wasn't maybe, but like, it is a place people go. Lots of applicants go through there and lots of people are looking at your glass doors. So. Well, it's nice. And I think a lot of people could be quick to call that it like ingenuine if you're out there proactively asking people, but it's the companies that are okay with going out there proactively asking and then saying to their companies or to their employees, like, um, be transparent, be honest and be open. You know, we really want to consider your feedback and be mature about it. 
those are the ones that tend to be getting higher reviews anyways, because those are really nice core values that I think everyone appreciates. So it, it's sort of a double whammy there. <laughs> and if they and they take it to heart too. If you look at yeah. some of our most recent reviews, they're um, they say lots of good things and they're very honest about some of the things that they're like, you know, these things are tough in an agency. It's busy or it's, you know, whatever this yeah. process. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. And <laughs> then and then another thing that, um, that we're really looking towards is um, startups, young agencies usually start with uh, more junior talent. Um, and then as they grow, you start to really establish that accountability chart in your layers in there and you get directors and you get senior level uh, employees. And when you get to a certain point and you have that established, cause you do need that, you need a bit of stability with your, like your rockstar employees that are, um, that don't need a lot of hand holding, maybe aren't junior, not doing a lot of training, um, is, is looking at, okay, where's the new fresh talent coming from and how are we establishing relationships with uh, the really great colleges and universities that we have, you know, in Florida, UCF's mar marketing program, really great. Um, same with uh, a lot of their dev programs. We've got full sale. We have, we have UF up there. We've got actually SCAD nearby is a alma mater of mine. Um, so I know talent's coming out of there too. And, um, and establishing programs for bringing in talent and um, through internships or establishing really good um, junior level positions that are focused on training and growth. So it's a good place to be at for a while because you know you're going to start growing and moving up uh, yeah. in the country. So that again, long, long-term strategy of establishing those types of programs uh, and, and getting the, the new talent in while it's hot, <laughs> you know, while it's brand new. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess that lends to the same, maybe it's not a talent acquisition strategy, but you know, the idea of engaging and, and promoting and encouraging these people to stay uh, long-term, I guess, all employee retention falls under your umbrella, uh, of course, too. And that employee retention leads to recruitability, too, for new talent to your company, both in, you know, leaving those positions open to having those senior-level employees that are happy and able to train and do those knowledge transfers, as well as, you know, just it, it's a nice advertisement <laughs> to see that people have enjoyed and stayed with your company for so long. So that's not something to neglect as part of your actual recruitment strategy long-term is keeping your people and making sure they're happy and uh, fulfilled. Absolutely. It is. I've had more than one person join my team and say, wow, one of the things that was really impressive to me is that you have m several employees who have been there for five years. <laughs> that's a long time, you know, like, um, that's a long time at an agency. <laughs> so yeah, it is, people it love is that you see, um, they want to see on LinkedIn, you know, they went from account manager to team lead to, you know, manager of account managers and things like that. And that, that speaks volumes to, um, see that you're investing in, in people. Um, it makes, you know, it, your company have a bit more stock in terms of like the recruitment market, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I guess to kind of sum that up, that's a lot of fantastic stuff. And um, the long-term stuff is easy to neglect if you're not thinking about it because it doesn't have immediate gratification. Like, um, you know, some of these more aggressive outbound strategies or job postings or different technology that you can use or jumping on quickly with like a new vendor. Um, they, they, you know, show results rather quickly, at least compared to some of the things we just talked about. Um, how do you find the time and encouragement to do that when you're not going to see results for a while? I'm sure you're just starting to see results of uh, implementing these over two years ago. Like that's insane. Um, and then 
how do you find that nice blend of strategies between long-term and, and short-term strategy for um, just success and obviously growth in your company, which you have seen. So if you've done it, <laughs> let us know how. <laughs> or actually, <laughs> uh, I was actually just having this conversation with my, uh, with my boss yesterday. Uh, Going to toot my own horn a bit. It is really nice if you have somebody who's on your team who is this is their job that they are focused on this so that they are able to have that balance we were talking about certain things that were kind of cluttering up my time and and what i wanted to focus on and i said um i want i i'm not able right now to finish up this culture code thing that i was doing and that's something i've been working on and like really wanted to and he was like okay cool but like he was naming some of the shorter term strategy things. And I was like, okay, let me clarify too. I also want to focus on this, the internship uh, and the interns we're going to bring in this summer. And uh, I just say that to, to say that like, I have to be focused and I am focused on bigger, longer term things, like having a, having a culture code out there. That's like a, a long-term plan and project for the story that we're telling externally. And uh, it's, no, it's not going to be one of those just like immediately gratifying. And now we have like 15 qualified applicants in the pipeline, but it can't be ignored. <laughs> it's like you were saying, it, it can't be ignored. It is what's going to get you what you're really looking for long, long-term. It is going to be the story that leaves the, leaves the office and gets told elsewhere. Every single person who's worked for you and gone somewhere else, their experience is part of your recruiting effort. And you're not in those rooms. They're your, they're your million little moments that are happening out there. And uh, you just, you, you can't ignore it. Um, and you just have to make time for it, <laughs> I guess is the yeah. roundabout <laughs> thing that I'm saying. <laughs> well, <laughs> Put cool. somebody on it who is focused to do it all the time. <laughs> it is a matter of focus. And like I said, if you're not already uh, aware of, I guess, the long-term benefits of just looking for the immediate gratification, it's hard to assign someone uh, proactively to just focus on that, you know? So you got to like... Uh, you got to think long-term, of course, if, if that's your goal and strategy is to grow your business, like, and think about the types of people that are come in and, and help ex execute just like yourself and give them the time and patience to focus on it, you know, because uh, that's the only way it works out in an extended period of time. But that's fantastic, Chelsea. Um, I know we're about to come up here, but I guess last note, any advice to someone out there that's in a similar role as yourself? Um, looking to implement some of these longer term strategies when, you know, <laughs> it's very easy to just fall into the short stuff and perpetual, uh, I guess, use of, of new tech and new strategy or, or different vendors or anything like that. But how do you get started and how do you guess um, just get the ball rolling on nice, a nice blend of the two? I actually spent a lot of time over the last two years making sure that I learned how to be long-term vision focused as much as short-term focus, because it is easy to get into the, the weeds sometime. Uh, I'm big on, on all the different places that I can get ideas and resources from and connecting with people. If anybody out there wants to connect with me, believe me, I will share you all the ideas. Um, but I think that a role like this is actually fairly creative. It seems like maybe it couldn't be at times, but I think it is. And I, I often just get a wild hair and say, what if we did this thing? And then you just have to, just have to start. It's, 
it's like, it's like being a writer. I used to be a copywriter, (laughs) the pen on the paper and just write everything out, write three cruddy pages about a concept or idea, and then just take the first step. If that's that you want to figure out getting a relationship with schools and, and internships and things, look up the professor on like, you know, LinkedIn and then shoot him a message, you know, um, if it's establishing something that's about your culture and the message that you want to put out there, just open up a Google doc and start typing out and writing out. What do you think that your culture stands for? What are the people here? What do they stand for? Go online and look up culture codes at all different other companies like Netflix has it public, you know, out there and, uh, and just, just reference them and what is it that great artists uh, steal? <laughs> but, you know, like there's yeah. plenty of other people doing stuff out there. Like just start, start going for it. And not every strategy is going to work, but like just test them out. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea. I think this is awesome stuff. And I definitely am taking a lot away from it. Where can um, plug yourself in? Where can people find you if, if they're okay to find you and, and reach out or anything like that? Absolutely. Um, so you can connect with me on LinkedIn if you'd like. Um, Chelsea Stonerock. It's a really redundant last name. Stonerock. Um, and I'd be happy to connect with anybody on there and, um, you know, even start conversing over email or meet up or anything like that. All righty. Well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, everyone. If, uh, you're listening here. Uh, this is Chelsea Stonerock and Recruiting Live. And Um, We'll catch you next time. Thanks. Thank you.